Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to this episode of 20 Minute Tims. Now, where do we begin with this one? Um, as we set out to record this, the government advice was to cut down on all non-essential travel. Now, I know what you're thinking. The, the podcast is essential, and it is. It is essential, but the travel to do the podcast isn't. Um, so having us all sitting in the same room within feet of each other seems like a really, really terrible idea, frankly. A recipe for disaster. So, Melly and I got together through Skype to record this and we discuss all the latest goings on. As you would expect, there was a fair bit to talk about with the league effectively being postponed indefinitely. Um, as for the future of the podcast, we are going to endeavour to bring you guys something, obviously with no live Celtic games, no real-time Celtic games to talk about. Most of the output over the next couple of weeks is going to be feature-based. So we're going to do that. It may not be as regular as you're used to, but there will definitely be content out there to keep you guys going. Um, and we'll run that straight through to when we naturally wrap up the podcast in about May time. So that, that's what we're looking at at the moment. Um, if you guys are Patreon subscribers and you're listening to this episode, we're going to endeavour, we're really going to try not to have any break in the service there whatsoever. So the Patreon content is just going to keep on coming and keep on rolling. Um, and if that interests you, you know what it is, patreon.com slash 20 minute Tims. Um, so... All that's left for me to do is apologise for the sound quality on this. It was recorded on Skype, something that uh, you're not used to with us. The sound quality in our podcast is something we take quite seriously. Um, and finally, just to say, look, take care of yourselves. Things are quite trying at the moment. Things are difficult for people and are going to get very difficult. So much love from everyone at 20 Minute Tims. Thanks for listening. So this is it, Melly. First uh, 20 Minute Tims recorded on Skype. This looks like it might be the way forward. Um, it, it, for the next couple of weeks or months anyway it's a bit uncertain at the moment yeah needs must but we try try and do something anyway this is it's unprecedented I don't, I don't really know how it's going to go my wee brother's over in Wuhan actually now and he's in he's eighth week in lockdown but they're hoping to get back to work next week so hopefully they return to normal but they're obviously in the epicentre of it so hopefully we'll not be as bad Stephen and I met up to record the Glasgow Derby preview. At that time, the game was postponed. Now the league is postponed indefinitely. Um, leagues all over the world are postponed indefinitely due to the coronavirus outbreak, which is obviously something very serious. Um, we're going to be discussing the football on this podcast sort of from a football angle, but we do know how serious this is. 
and how serious you could get over the next couple of weeks. And football definitely does take a backseat to these sorts of things. Um, but it, it was it had a sense of the inevitable, inevitable about it, didn't it, Melly? Yeah, see, things seem to be accelerating hour on hour now instead of day by day like it was last week. We said, look, this the Rangers-Celtic game, unlikely to go ahead. Then it was postponed. Now the league's postponed. And now every day you're getting something different. Like the league's over. The Rangers want it played. Everything just keeps changing and changing. But it, at the end of it all, there, it is all about football here. But there's more important things in life. This is taking lives right now so football has to be put in the back burner but it's just one of these things there's there's no way we could ever foresee this going this way it's so different to anything that's ever happened in the world since i've been alive it, you just don't know how it's going to change on a hourly basis now um there is the matter of, there is the matter of the football of course and right away as you'd expect with scottish football the fights have started um, Neil Lennon was asked at a press conference, you know, what happens if the league gets cancelled and Neil Lennon quite rightly in my view said, well if you're stopping the league, we have to be champions um, I found it quite odd then the fallout for that comment was people telling Neil Lennon and Celtic that there's more to life than football, I'm thinking to myself well you asked them the question you, <laughs> you asked them it and he answered um, there's three options basically on the table being mooted at the moment and what me and you'll do is we, we can talk through them and discuss their merits as far as we see them. Yep. The the options seem to be void the league entirely, postpone the league until you can play it, or set aside the league, or set the league just now and decide who the winner is based on current league positions. Um, the one that's definitely drawn the most controversy is the void the league position. Um, that seems to be, unsurprisingly, seems to be taken by Rangers fans and only Rangers fans in the league they seem to want the league voided um, them and hearts them and hearts well not even basically the same aren't they so basically the same Rangers have come out today and said that they don't want the league to be settled on finished positions they want every game in the league to be played and moreover they don't want any games to be played behind closed doors hearts have come out and said that they want the league to be finished there's, there's enough time now they want the league to be finished Um there's no argument for voiding the league, is there? None. I can't see one at all. It's if you void it, what happens is that just nothing happened this year. What what happens next year? Because what do you think? UEFA and we'll probably when they have their conference, I think it's tomorrow, will be a bit clearer on what will happen. But if if it was to be voided, what happens next year? Do you think UEFA are just going to go see the Champions League and the Europa League? the thing that brings us in the most money, we'll just cancel them next year because we don't know who we're going to put in. Because if yeah. you avoid the league, who goes into the Champions League, who goes into the Europa League, it doesn't make sense in the slightest. There was there was one club, an anonymous club, and a lot of people thought it was Rangers, who went to the press and said they kind of wanted their cake to eat it. They wanted the league to be avoided, um, which I presume to mean pretend didn't happen, but they wanted the prize money dished out on current standings. Um Laughable, absolutely laughable. There's no, there's no argument for voiding league as, as far as I'm concerned. It does, it's a total non-starter. How do you tell all the fans that attended all those games and paid all that money to see a competition that it didn't count? 
Um, there's, too, there's too much fallout from it as well. Could the TV companies go, well, we want our money back for the games that haven't been or the games that even have been? Could fans go, I want my money back for a season ticket that so I've still got games to go on and see all these games I went to? I'd like my money back if they're not going to count. There's just too much money-wise, television-wise, competition-wise. It's not as if we're a couple of games into a season. We're not halfway. We're near. We're in the business end of it. It's far too far gone for that shit. I think one of the problems as well with avoiding the league as uh, as people want and just pretend it never happened is what happened to player bonuses. There'll be player bon- player bonuses for Celtic players, Rangers players, Aberdeen players, Livingston players for avoiding relegation. You know what happens? Do the clubs turn around to each individual players and say, "Sorry, that doesn't count." You know, leagues voided. There's just the fallout is too much, and I think for anybody, any club to suggest that it's not a serious, it's not a serious suggestion, um, and and it's not. Um, you're never going to resolve it by coming out and say we just pretend the league didn't happen. So I don't There's really. Have... Only be clubs that have got something to lose that won't do that, like Hearts and Rangers. I don't really know why Rangers would ever wanted it. They don't. They don't want it voided. But if it was voided, what do they gain from that? Really, Hearts are the only ones that really gain from it because they'll get to stay up. But then teams below them, like Dundee United, are miles ahead in the league. How can you tell them you're not getting promoted? You've probably set a budget for next year. It's just got a snowball effect on everything. You're right, and the the range. If it is Rangers that did want the league voided, they've since come out and clarified their position that they want all the games played. But it's just it's almost an act of spite. It's it's almost an act of spite to suggest that you wanted the the league voided. Um, the other one that's probably and to be fair, you know, Stephen McGowan came out with a piece on Sunday in, in his column, and he said that there's no appetite within the SFA to void the league. As far as they're concerned, or as far as he's concerned, that's completely off the table. There's no appetite for it, um, which, which reassures me somewhat. Because as a Celtic fan, you know there's a num there's a number of options you could live with, but you you couldn't you couldn't live with voiding league. I mean, even if we did void the league, Celtic would still win the league next year and probably the year after, um, and still like get the ten in a row, which should have been eleven in a row. But you just you can't do that, can you? No, you can't. It's it's not even a close race. So now we're miles ahead in the league. We could have we could have went even further ahead this weekend if the game had to been on. If the league was tight, you could. No, there's just no reason for avoiding the league. It's just ridiculous. I don't think any league in the whole of Europe will be avoided at all. It just doesn't make any sense for them. To. Um, the second option of the one that's been discussed by clubs who aren't winning the league and clubs who are at risk of relegation is continuing it or pausing it. Now, there's been a story in the Daily Record over the weekend again. I mean, as you say, it's changing every hour, but the story in the Daily Record again at the weekend was saying, no, don't expect any football till August. Um, The Premier League are talking about no football till September. Um, How realistic do you think it is to, to pause a football league and, and start up, pick it up again in September. I mean, just, you know, say you get the clearance for playing football in September, right away I'm thinking, well, if, if everyone's in lockdown and people can't move and all that and and we're still in the midst of this coronavirus, players are going to need another pre-season. So if, if they get the go-ahead to play football in September, it's probably going to be October before a, a ball's kicked. Well, I think continuing the league, or starting the, the league back up from where where it was, where it ended there, 
is the ideal situ- is scenario. Scenario. You think so? I, I, it would be, in my opinion, to finish the league, have it all done outright, play the cups to the end. But this thing could last eight weeks, and then that's not really feasible to have the league continue after that. You've got there's so many things that could go wrong here. We're just at the start of this. We have absolutely no idea how bad this is going to get or when it's going to end. And to think people are wanting football put ahead of that, Rangers asking for games to be played to the end. This could ha- This could be three months. We could be like this. Yeah, and then long, longer. I mean, if, if feasibly it could be longer, and then that throws up all sorts of stuff like Fraser Foster's loan contract ends in June. What, what happens then? You know he's free to he's free to go now. It's not just Fraser Foster; it's Johnny Hayes from Celtic. It's Elie Nussi. There's it's Moritz Bauer to a lesser extent, but you know these guys would need to be then compelled to to stay on, and they've get. But they, you know, the other clubs might suffer bigger losses. There might be players who've got moves agreed already. You know, big moving to big teams or moving to other. That that creates an entire mess in itself. You know, pausing it and then. The argument to pause it is this league must be played to completion. But if you do that and you run it into next year, you're going to have to shorten next season as well, aren't you? So you're not going to get a full season. Either pick which is going to be the full season. Um, And in my opinion, what I'd like to see done is you just draw a line under it now. um, And then that gives you months to prepare for what you're going to do next year. And you could effectively start next season afresh because that might start late as well. Yeah, and in all likelihood, it probably will start late. We're looking at it in a sort of selfish point of view. We are all Celtic fans. We want the best for Celtic. But at the end of the day, this is people's lives at risk here. If Rangers are going out there and saying, we want this league played, it should be played in front of fans and that, that is so selfish. That is putting a lot of people at risk. It is adding fuel to the fire when you're watching the government on TV saying, do not go and see MD unless it's absolutely essential. And they're wanting games of football played. It is so, so immature and selfish to be talking about that at a time like this. We all want the best. We all want it to be fair. But to go out that way and just say, nah, we have to play the games, it's absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. I think the, the words that the Rangers used is, is pretty ridiculous. He said, furthermore, we strongly oppose playing games behind closed doors. And this line struck me, Rangers have stuck by our club in the darkest of times. And I, I think to myself, you're referring here to a football club going into administration as a, at the darkest of times when the country's going through a crisis at the moment. You know, read the room, temp, temper your language, stop continually playing to the gallery. Um, unfortunately for Rangers, when they says they firmly believe that the league... Let me just pull up the statement. It says, It is our firm view that this season's league competition is only complete when all 38 games have been played by all teams. Now, unfortunately for Rangers, there is a rule book, as you would expect, for professional football in Scotland. It might not be... Get a new rule book. Uh, get a new rule book. It might not be the most accurate one, but it's there. So, contrary to what Rangers said, um, the, the rule book says, The club occupying... And this is rule C38, and you're going to hear a lot about this, probably, um, under champion clubs. It says, The club occupying position one in the league at the end of the season shall be declared champion club of the league and shall hold the Scottish Professional Football League Championship trophy until next season's competition is concluded. Now, it doesn't say anything about all the games, playing all the games. Quite extraordinarily, for the SPFL, they've factored in a scenario like this in the rules 
It says season means the period of the year commencing on the date of the first league match in the season and ending on the date of the last league match in the same season, which is what Rangers were getting at. However, the, the rule goes on to say, or otherwise as determined by the board, which excludes the closed season. So what the rule says there is football exists, you know, the football competition exists within its own rules and the rules are made by the SPFL board. So any time the SPFL board can get together and come to an agreement about what constitutes the end of the season and once that decision's made, it is wherever you've placed. Sorry, too bad. Yeah, it's not as if there's an end date and a, there's a start date and there's an end date. Remember, they, these are the same people that wanted a season extended and then complained it wasn't extended enough. Yeah. And this a season finished on a Thursday and that wasn't good enough for them. So say in this scenario where Rangers want all these games played and we get to whatever date it is in the future and we're coming up, the first game is Rangers v Celtic and one of the Rangers players gets a coronavirus and the first 11's out with this coronavirus. Do they still want that match to be played? Well, that, well that's it. You know, the, the nature of the situation we're in just now is, you know, they're, they're, and that's why I said next year might kick off kick off late because uh, you need to protect people from this very serious illness and you can't run the risks of having crowds as you touched on but you can't run the risks for the players you know how are how are footballers meant to keep themselves fit in case the league kicks off in six to eight weeks as we sit here today the government have passed down uh, it's not a rule yet but it's it's advisory from the government that all non-essential travel should be curtailed and you need to be working from home. It's the reason we're doing this on Skype at the moment. What's a player going to go run about the garden to keep himself fit? It's There is no way that these games can be fulfilled, in my view. Um, I know other people have got other opinions. They want to postpone it into September and then December. But, but there's a winter cup. There's a World Cup in the winter as well. It's just, it seems to me the cleanest thing to do is just end the season now and award places. Now, as a Celtic fan and a Celtic podcast, people might be listening to us going, well, obviously, well, obviously that suits you. But let me ask you a question, Melly. Do you, would you feel particularly fulfilled knowing that you won the league because it was cancelled? Now, don't get me wrong, we deserve it, but you want to win it properly, don't you? You want to win it having played all the games and won all the points. Yeah, you definitely do. You don't want anything that the Rangers fans can say, ah, well, that... That that maybe I uh, you can't really have that one, but we're miles ahead in the league. We we're going to win it in a matter of weeks. It's not as if it's nip tuck. And don't forget, see if the season ends right now. Celtic are going for a quadruple treble here. Yeah. The chances are we could have got that. That's not going to happen now because this season ends. I can I can accept the season ending now because I'm not thick and know how serious this is. It is life and death. If Rangers are talking about playing games in front of fans. What happens if one of their fans or ex-players gets a coronavirus while at a game and dies? I, I, what I think is, what I think the reason they've said that is is because they want to put as many obstacles in the way of, of the league finishing early. So if you say we want the league to finish early, right, how can we back up our point? How can we put another obstacle in the way? Okay, well, we say we want all games played with fans. It's, it's you start, it, it's quite a common technique you see now when people are sort of politicising things. They start from the extreme. So they've pushed, they've pushed the, I can't remember the term for it, but they've pushed the window of the argument, the Overton window it's called. So you push it so far to the right that any concession ends up on your side of the argument. And I think that's what Rangers are trying to do here. But, you know, if 
Rangers have got some cheek here because if they can claim, if they are happy to sit there and claim that they're the same club and that the rules are the rules and the SPFL said they're the same, and you know, if they want to play that game, then it's the same rule book and the same rules that are going to sit here and suggest that Celtic are champions and that's the end of it. Yeah, it's not ideal. Look, I'll, I'll happily be crowned champions. We 100% deserve it. But it's not ideal for us either. There's still plenty... It's not ideal for us because I wanted to go on the pitch. We wanted to record a, a nine-in-a-row special podcast, which we, can, yeah. which we still will do. But I just mean, you know, it's, it's not ideal for fans anywhere. It's not, but at the end of the day, you have to put the fans first. And when you're looking at it, this is... This has never happened before. It pro- might never happen again in our lifetimes. But why is football taking the front seat to this? Everybody should just Rangers should just sit down and go. Every time I watch the news, there's Nicola Sturgeon, there's Boris Johnson on. Somebody telling us you need to do this for your own safety, and they're they're asking for something completely different just to appease their fans. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. But. I'm not surprised by it in the slightest. First day in the job for the new Rangers PR man, a grand something of the Orange Lodge and a Democratic Unionist politician. You couldn't get someone more staunch, even with that appointment. You know, it's like sounds a, like a stand-up guy, to be honest. It sounds like sounds like a terrific guy. I don't know if that means that Jim Trainer's been binned though, um, but it sounds like they've brought in somebody worse, which is which is amazing when you think about it. They've managed to go and get somebody worse. It's possibly working together, a little dream team. <laughs> I, I get them all together. What um, what do you think the mood of the, the Celtic camp would be at the moment? What do you think, because it must be a very peculiar situation for the players. They've obviously got one eye on their career, you know. Like, Do you think, for example, that this, we've seen the last of Scott Brown in a Celtic shirt? Do you think we've seen the last of Edward in a Celtic shirt? Do you think we've seen the last of Johnny Hayes in a Celtic shirt? Uh, it's it's hard to tell what's going to happen it is changing day by day but it is looking increasingly likely that's the end of the season and it won't commence again until August, September which again puts Celtic on the back foot because of Champions League qualifiers and all that sort of thing Yeah, so there was on that there was a story in the Daily Record posted a week ago or sorry, during the weekend there that what Celtic and Rangers and the SPFL clubs are trying to do with the SFA are trying to suggest to UEFA is, well, the way to solve this is by giving Celtic direct access to the Champions League group stage. Um, so we don't have to play all these qualifiers and there's all this fixture congestion, just put them right in. They're thinking of changing the format of the Champions League. That would make sense. It would... We could just... <sighs> It's a bit selfish for Celtic, but just this season, make it a Champions League, just the Champions. But that'll never happen yeah. because because you know they want to go, they want to look after the bigger clubs, don't they? Yeah, I don't. I really don't know how it's going to work out. I hope we haven't seen the last of Edward. There was talk about getting a new contract. We don't know how this is going to go. If a certain player gets coronavirus, is it going to affect his chances of getting a move? Is it going to mean they stay? We don't know if players are at home right now. What can they do? Some have got maybe home gymnasiums. A lot won't. What can they do to keep fit? That's it's it. it's it, very difficult for everybody, footballers included. No matter what you do, people can work from home. A footballer can't. And I know they make a lot of money. They live in really nice houses. They've got all that sort of thing. But these guys are professionals that do this job every day. You take that away from somebody like you take... 
anything away from empty. It leaves them very empty. And to think if you you can't do something you love until September, something you rely on every day, it's going to completely change your life. And I know everybody's life's going to be affected by this. Everybody's life's going to completely change. But you just don't know what's going to happen to empty now. It's it's you know the French president addressed the nation and he basically says we're at war with this virus and and I think that's what, what people need to get their head around is. The, the disruption to society that we are going to experience over at least the next 12 months, according to what the NHS is saying, is going to be on parallel with, with going to war. Now, I'm not saying, you know, this is more or less serious than that. I'm, what, what I'm saying is, is this is our generation's second world war. This is what we are going to have to battle, this 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 virus, to, to so suggest that football can be paused or football can be played. And, and you know, not... I know not everybody's got all the information. I'm not claiming to have all the information. There's various levels of understanding out there, but I was listening to the Sports Sound podcast recently, just two days ago, and I know it's fast moving, but it was two days ago, and there's chat on this going, well, you never know if it kicks off in a couple of weeks and this will all be resolved, or maybe two weeks and it'll be out. And I'm like, guys, come on. Like, this isn't... Listen to what's been said here. It's not weeks, it's not months, and as you say, it's going to impact players' lives. It's going to impact clubs. And one oh, thing... Man. And one thing I was talking to Stephen about on the Patreon, um, not Glasgow Derby preview, was that I would feel a bit uncomfortable watching a lot of clubs in Scotland, a lot of heritage clubs go to the wall, whilst there was other clubs in Scotland, and particularly our own club, um, very, very well off. And a Celtic Twitter account out there, Celtic Rumours, posited the idea that Celtic could take £10 million distribute it throughout the league to anyone who wants it in the form of loans and have it agreed to pay back. Um, I have no problem with that. I think that you know you need to look out for one another and that, and you need to look out for one another as far as football clubs go. There's yeah. one club I wouldn't be looking out for. I wouldn't offer Rangers a single thing because I don't think they would offer it back. Um, I don't think they would accept it from us. But I, I do think that maybe some sort of fighting fund needs to be set up. Something needs to to happen to stop these clubs going to the wall that can't survive. Yeah, you're right. Um, look, Rangers might not have a choice. I think they are living hand to mouth now. They are, they needed money to get through at the end of the season, and on top of that, they're getting losing money for gate receipts for the rest of the season. So they're going to be they're going to be skint right now as well. The rest of the clubs in Scotland, they're going to really find it difficult again. Scottish football being the way it is, it's sort of probably run month to month where they rely on money coming in, gate receipts, and that's just the way it is. And if Celtic could do something to help, they really should, because at this time, there's footballers going to need to be paid as well. People need, they've got their mortgages to pay. But also, at this point, everybody else is going to be either working for home, if you're self-employed, you're not working. So fans aren't going to have money to put into clubs if they're going to the wall. So we might need something that, someone else to step in. And if Celtic could step in and save Scottish football whilst going on to win 10 in a row, <laughs> it would be absolutely tremendous. So let's sort of end on a bit of a lighter note. I think let's anticipate that, that Celtic are going to be champions. You oh. and me, we're going, to be, we're going to be isolated or quarantined or socially distanced or whatever it's called. Um how do you how how do you celebrate winning nine in a row? I mean, never in a million years would you have thought this was going to happen. You know, Celtic won nine in a row. You're going to be quarantined inside your house. How do you how are you going to celebrate it? If it if it if it comes that is if it comes, 
How are you gonna you gonna celebrate it while we drink? You gonna uh, you gonna have a, a party to, in the house yourself? What we'll do is we'll get the FaceTime on, we'll get Skype yes. on, we'll be socially distanced, but we'll be socially <laughs> steaming, socially <laughs> celebrating. Because look, even if it is cut short. It's a massive, massive achievement to win nine titles in a row. We've said all along this season, it's nine in a row. It's not ten in a row. You get the yeah. nine done. And at the start of the season, we had a bit of a wobble and we've went on to do it. And we've been convincing. And there's nobody apart from Huns that are going to say Celtic didn't deserve to win the league. They were the best team for 99% of that season. They went out and they've dropped points in very few games. They would have won it. It's done. We're champions. Nine in a row. I can't quite believe it's happened this way, but we still 100% deserve this. And to be crowned nine in a row is a massive achievement and it should really not be taken for granted. And on that, we'll wrap up. It's a difficult time. It's a difficult thing to address on our frivolous wee football podcast, but you need to look after yourself out there. You need to make sure you're washing your hands. Um, And if Celtic do win nine in a row, you need to make sure you celebrate that because... God, there's going to be a, a a good need for celebration at some point in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. So, just want to say to you all, thanks very much for joining us. Um, apologies again for the sound quality on this, but needs must. But most of all, thanks for listening. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.